Welcome everybody to CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. This is the show that brings to you the highlights of the sports world and industry. From Major League Baseball to the NBA, NFL, EPL, and so much more. CSCR is here to focus on local sports in the Windy City. From the Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Cubs, and White Sox. We're here to talk sports to the true fans of Chicago. We are live here from Studio One at WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. This is CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. August 8th, the Bears are playing the Philadelphia Eagles as we speak right now. They're going into halftime. And uh, to be honest with you, I've got some criticism for them right now, but we'll see what happens. Bears talk tonight, guys. We're going to be looking at Bears camp, what we uh, saw at our Bears camp when we were over there uh, last week, I believe it was. Some uh, interesting uh, sightings that we uh, saw. We're going to uh, go over some of the, uh, the rumors recently. And we'll talk a little bit about today's game as well, too. Just basically get into some Bears, uh, finally. First preseason game. Football season's on the way. Can't wait till fall starts hitting. Nice 45-degree weather. Sun out. Nice and chilly. You walk outside, see the breath in the air, and uh, Bears on Sunday. It's going to be awesome stuff. Uh, I'm Big Nick, guys. This is Chicago Sports Crunch Radio on WCSN, Windy City Sports Network. We're in Studio One. Bears again tonight. That's all we're going to be talking about for this show. It's going to be a quick one, not too long. With me, I've got the producer and the man behind the curtain, Mr. Mush Jackman. What's up, everybody? Can't wait to talk about an exciting Bears show tonight. I think you guys are going to like it. And uh, Red Rebel Arm, or we're actually the Chicago Tree Party. Chicago Tree Party. In full effect, Sammy the Bulls here too. Hey, what's up guys? Can't wait for the Bears seasons to start. Yeah, Sammy actually loves the Bears a little bit more than actually me and Jackman probably, but we'll see. Uh, Some interesting news is we'll be doing a fantasy football league for the station. So we'll be having all the the, the, uh, um, personalities, let's say, of of all the shows that we have together. And we'll be doing that, so there'll be uh, um, some interesting... uh, Crap talking uh, once the season starts. It's going to be some uh, fun stuff. It's going to be an easy one for me, guys. Yeah, definitely. Hey, hey I, uh, <laughs> Wild Bill's not bad, man. Oh, I'm not really? bad either. Don't count me out. I know Jackman hasn't played since, what is this, I 89? haven't played since 98. 98. Yeah, this but so I did well. For Beginner's luck, though. Uh, so 49ers. Well, Steve Young. Yeah, you had no. You had Jeff Garcia, I believe. Back no, then. I had Steve Young. Was it or it wasn't Garcia? No. I had Garcia. I think that year. I had Steve Young, Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, and Garrison Hurst. Hey, let's talk a little bit about the fall, man. I love the fall. I know you mentioned this. Yeah, story. I love football, fantasy football, the weather. You know, you you drink a cup of coffee, the chili. I mean, it's just a great time of year. Out of all four seasons in the shitty Chicago, shitty city of Chicago, <laughs> uh, I think that, in my opinion, fall time is the best. And there's a couple reasons for it. What you said, I love like mid October 
the colors of the, the of the trees changing, amazing. Uh, when it's about 52, 45 degrees, a little chilly out, not too bad. You can accessorize your clothes better too. Exactly. So you get a lot more like you can wear a scarf, a nice jacket or whatever. Right. I, I, and then knowing that football season's here too, I, I don't know. I, I October is one of my favorite months because I love the weather in October. I love getting up on Sundays, man. Just it, it's just it's it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm a spring summer guy myself. I like the springtime because the NBA uh, playoffs are are rolling. I like the summertime because the finals are there. I like just going outside with just a jeans and a t-shirt on, not wearing many clothes. Yeah, I, I like that a, cruising, a cruising. Weather, yeah. yeah, cruising at night with the windows down on the car. I don't like. I, I'm not too bad on winter I, either. I don't like it when it's 90s and hundreds, but I like the 80s and 70s, no doubt. I um, I actually like uh, snow. I don't. I don't like it. When was the blizzard? I don't like it. Two years ago, three? No, last year, dude. No, it was no. before last year. It was two. It was two years ago, I believe. Two, three two years, or three ago. years ago. Yeah, I know, that well, last year was a snowy winter. But there was one that was horrible. There oh, was yeah, one that was, was like three, five, two, three years. years ago. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. I yeah. drove home in that, guys. Okay, I, that was the closest <laughs> I've ever been at death. It's the, one of the craziest <laughs> things I've ever did. I swear to God. Did you leave your car in the street? No, man. I had to leave my car about three blocks away from my house. I got out of work. I was driving through so Chicago. So what did you do? Walk home? Listen to me, guys. I was driving home from Chicago. As soon as I hit Niles, I couldn't see nothing. I couldn't even see nothing in Chicago, but they yeah. had the street lights on. But when I hit Niles, I couldn't see nothing. I'm like, if someone's in front of me, I'm going to I'm gonna kill them. <laughs> I mean, it was terrible. I got stuck a couple times. I had a couple guys help me out. I left my car. I abandoned it like three, four blocks away from my did house. Did you at least park it, or did you just leave it in the middle of the street? It When I try to make the turn to go down the block, it just got stuck. So you just I just left it, left it there, man. I had to. <laughs> I had not. I, wow. I couldn't do anything. All right, where were you? Because I'll tell you my story. It was uh, horrible. It, so did you I, wait? So did you make it home? I I made it home. I had to walk through like uh, snow up to my chest for about two blocks, but I did make it home. And I remember I came home. I was so pissed off because they didn't shovel. I was yelling at my wife like, "What the fuck's wrong with this city, man? I'm so pissed off. I'm calling them. I ended up calling them on the phone. I ended up bitching them out. But he said that was close, a crazy. He said the closest thing to death that I ever experienced. No, I mean, it, I did a lot of. I did some crazy things in my life, man. But this was very. I mean, it was nuts, man. You'll never forget it. If I would have known. I, because the uh, I w- the guy that works night shift came in, and this guy's kind of like a crazy guy. You know, he's kind of wild. And I'm you like, would have just stayed at the at but, work. But I asked him. I said, "Hey, uh, how is it out there, John? Do you think I could make it home?" He's like, uh, "I don't know, buddy. It's pretty bad out there." You know, and knowing coming from him, I should have listened to him. I should have just stayed. If I would have known it was going to be like that, I should have just stayed overnight at work. Yeah, just catch a room and sleep on a bed. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but then you would have been good story. stuck there for a day. You know, because yeah. then you would you wouldn't have you wouldn't be able to go home the next morning. No, you would have been there. Yeah, I would have to spend the night, you know, but it's no wow. big deal. Me when it was snowing, I was at home, but true story guys, I I got up and I went to work in the morning. Not many people did. Some of the people stayed over, but my little Corolla, I it, it, it got it. through. It made it through. I went to the train station, I took the train in. My boss was surprised as heck to see me there, but he was happy cuz hardly no one so showed up. Your boss up. was actually he made it too. Uh yeah. Wow. Yeah, he. I think he. He's, he must have stayed over because he uh, lives a far away. But I made it. But you know what? We were stuck shoveling all day. I kind of wish I didn't make it. I stayed I was in the suburbs. Oh, was, was the city bad in the morning? Still. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, so here's my story. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't sleep all night that night. I remember, and the reason is because it was so windy that my balcony door that was the, the blowing in. I thought it was going to break the glass. Because it's a big like sheet wow. of glass, so I'm sitting there as my wife's on the couch and my daughter was I think what like one and a half at the time or something or maybe even just one, 
And I remember holding the glass and standing by the glass and holding it so it doesn't break. <laughs> all serious? Fu- all fucking wow. night, dude. Wow. And it, I couldn't see outside. Like, like you were saying in your car, I would look outside and you couldn't see like in front of you outside. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So anyways, I wake up in the morning. I call my boss. And he actually told me, because I'm the closest at work, would I mind? He said, I don't have to, but do you mind going out? So I said, all right, that's fine, but I don't want to open up shop by myself. He's like, well, call some of the guys and see if you're willing to pick some of them up that live around you. So I jump in my Tahoe, and I start picking up guys. I had my truck full of, like, seven guys. Wow. They were, like, in the back, <laughs> laying down, and I was in my Tahoe. And the funny thing was we were riding around as I was picking up everybody else, and, like, you can see, like, bu- pace buses, like, stopped in the middle of the street, and it looked like a ghost town. It looked like a, a picture out of, like, hey, everyone just left their cars in the middle of the street and, and disappeared somewhere. And stuff. You know, I remember I called in the next day. I told my boss, I said, listen, I can't get to work. Uh, my car's stuck. But if you guys have a van or something to pick me up, I'll, I'll, I'll come in. And he was like, nah, nah, don't worry about it, man. It's okay. But uh, I mean... There was never a snowstorm like that. Was just yeah, crazy, that was bad. man. That was. It, it I was would insane. love to have another one of those. I That's believe how that was like oh, February. No, February man, I don't 1st. want that. It was in February. Yeah, I, I think it was the first of February. Again. Oh, I dude, I love that snowstorm. I wish I had another one of those. Why? I just love snow like that. Yeah, I don't know. When you got a shovel and everything, it ain't no fun. Yeah, Snowmobile or yeah. snow. Uh, get a snowplow. Yeah. You, you know, when I was a kid, I loved the snow, but now it's just more work. Because you guys need to get trucks, big I'm, trucks. I'm kind of with Jackman yeah. on this. Yeah, it's you guys got big trucks, then you like it. Then you can like sl- uh, like do fishtail everywhere in the street and stuff. Pretend <laughs> yeah. like you're the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, you'd be surprised. A lot of these guys in these big trucks, they're the ones who end up in the ditches. They get a little too confident. They get overconfident. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. You know. All right, so uh, Bears talk. What are you guys thinking? Um, I'm I'm very excited for this season. I'm very excited. Um, I, 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 I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to lay it down blunt from what I saw in camp. Uh, defense still looked really shady to me. I was not impressed whatsoever with any of the guys on the defense. In my opinion, Jared Allen didn't even try. Uh, I, I don't know what the deal is with that. The only defensive lineman that really stuck out to me was Willie Young from Detroit. He really looked like he put his heart into it. And, and I understand that this is camp and you guys shouldn't be put giving it your all or 100%. But you know what? The guys that do, and I remember T.O. was one of those guys in San Fran and when he was in Dallas, those are the guys that usually succeed. And I think Willie Young really, really did well for me in the defensive line. Everybody else, I really didn't see much. Willie Sutton, I liked a little bit as well, that rookie we drafted. Um, And I'll talk a little bit more at the end of camp of what he did, which really shocked me and surprised me. Um, I don't know, man. Jackman was with me, so what do you think? Well, I think training camp is just training camp for the established players. You know, like Cutler and Brandon Marshall and Alshon and the guys who are going to Briggs, the guys who are going to know their starters. Know their position is secure. They're just kind of going out there. They got to be what they're supposed to be. They got to be where they're supposed to be. But it's just, it's just, uh, you know, their spot. It's not so important to them. It's important to the guys on the bubble. Guys trying to Adrian Wilsons of the world. The guys trying to make the team. That's what's important to them. How they move. 
are they are they where they're supposed to be? Are they reading the plays correctly? That's what the coaches are looking at. I think for those guys, it's it's really important. It's interesting to watch. When we were there, Big Nick, they were just studying the linemen. And if you guys uh, go to Bourbon A, it's pretty cool to check it out. They don't really hit hard. They're just kind of bumping. Yeah. I like it down there, man. It was no, good. It's cool. You guys can see the players up close and stuff. But they're not going all out. So in that kind of setting... I think the offense is always going to look better, especially the high-powered offense like the Bears, because the guys aren't really hitting each other. They're just kind of running the routes. It's nice to see the receivers run the routes and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, from my take of watching it, the offensive team definitely outshined the defensive team. Yeah, I agree with what Jackman was saying. For guys like Cutler, guys like Marshall, the guys like Briggs that have been on this team for a while, this is more of like a refresher course for them. You know, it's really not a make-or-break thing. These guys are veterans. They've been through this before. So as Jackman was saying, I totally agree with him. Yeah, but here's the thing, and I understand that. But B. Marshall made an impression at Cam. He's trying, and he did a lot of great plays. Yeah, he, he was. I mean, that was a Cutler's number one target when Four. we were there. Because Alshon did not play he that game. He didn't play, yeah, that, he, game, that he, day. Yeah, no. Forte? Play, he, he did great. He I looks think, great. Yeah, Forte looked great. Yeah. He looked passing, quick. He was catching, catching. and running. D- did amazing, I think. Even Cutler played really good, I think, in camp. He, he looked pretty sharp. Both tight ends, and I hope they use him in double sets. Martellus Bennett, which we'll talk about, about his situation with the fight. And Zach Miller. I mean, you were saying earlier, Jackman, the guy's hands glue. Yeah, I didn't see him drop a pass. Every pass they threw, number 86, Zach Miller, he caught. Yeah, and and Bennett didn't drop one. So, like, the tight ends looked amazing. So, the offense to me, as I was looking, and here's the other thing I'd like to also, and I saw this on a lot of the run plays, the offensive line did great, too, which was an issue two years ago. The offensive line opened up great gaps. It was just amazing. Not too much pressure on the quarterback. I think I saw one hurry-up hurry up pass and one sack. Um, I, I just And I think it was Jordan Palmer who threw the interception. But overall, I think the offense left an impression on me. And it was just by those two. The offensive line looked good to me. Uh, Forte looked great on me. B. Marshall obviously is like normal. Cutler looked really good. Uh, um, uh, the tight ends, Zach Miller, Zach Miller surprised me. Bennett is go- doing good. The off, and then here's the little, here's the, the the good one I liked with this one. And and what do you think about the Chris Williams, that little short kid? Oh, the little scat back. That guy is going to be our starting punt returner. That guy is quick, fast, and cut. Man, he looked really, really good. Uh, he he shocked me. If he's going to get a spot on this team, hands down. Well, that job is up for grabs. So uh, he's actually. Got a great I'm trying to pull up his stats right now because I, 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 we didn't draft them, right? No. So I'm trying he to figure out the guy they got from uh, Canada. That's Trustman. He likes. Is them. it Trustman's guy? I think so. I'm trying to pull him up right now. Uh, Chris Williams was his name. Yeah, number eighty-two. Yeah, I don't have the um, the. Uh, I the, think he played in Canada uh, last year. And uh, I should have brought it myself. Yeah, yeah I don't he even know played, where mine's he played, are. he played for the Hamilton Tiger Cats of CFL from 2010 to 2012. Oh, you pulled it up before I did? Yeah. How tall is he, his height? He's short. He's like my height. Five he's 5'8". Eight. Eight. Five eight. He's, he's from Texas. He's quick. He went to New Mexico State, which is what? the same? That not that uh, Urlacher country? Yes. He played for the Dolphins. In two th- off-season and our practice squad member only. So he did that for the Dolphins and for Cleveland in 2009. Then he went to the Ham- Ham- Hamilton Ti- Tiger Cats, which is what, Canadian? 
Yes. Yeah, so for two years, and then he went to the New Orleans Saints. He was on the practice squad on 2013, and then now he's got this thing right now. He's on the Bears. I I, I like the kid. I think he I think he's going to make a good impact for us. I think he would be a great fit. Um, I, honestly, I think at camp, what they should do is probably kick a couple to Weems and him and see who's probably the best guy, and they'll probably be doing that during camp right, or uh, preseason game. For sure. You know who else I kind of like? It was running hard and trying to make an impression to get on the team. Number 25, Kadeem Carey. The was, rookie. Yes. Yes. Well, he's got a locked up spot. He's got to he's, prove. A, he's a number two back. Yeah. They drafted him uh, number four. Fourth round pick, but how did he look? He looked good, guys. Huh? Yeah, he, he looked did. good. Here's what good. scared me though with running back. Besides him, there was nobody else. Everyone else looked horrible, and that's what scares me. What made Kerry stand out to you guys? What made him he, look? Good? He never gave up. Uh, he was running really good. He, he was running hard. He was making cuts. He was yeah. seemed like he was uh, knowing where to go in the lane. Yeah, so, I, I like. So he didn't look slow at all because no. that's a knock on him that he's not that no. fast. No, he looked good to me wow. out there. He looked good to me too. Yeah. All right, so my one shocker right off the bat was Chris Williams. I liked him. I like the way he plays. I like his look. And actually, they used him as wide receiver a couple a couple rounds. Yeah, he was a wide receiver. They were using him yeah, as wide receiver. Yeah, and he did great there, too. So I think uh, I mean, that's my first shocker right there. Um, Forte, to me, looked better this camp than normal camps, than other years in the past. I agree. He looks sharp. He looks better in better conditioning. Martellus Bennett looks even bigger, I think, in my opinion. So I think he put some muscle on. Um, B. Marshall looks normal. Forte, in my opinion, looked like he had more zip on this pass. What did you think, Jackman? Mm, Cutler? Yeah. Cutler had a lot of zip on his pass, but he always does, but he had a lot of zip. Even more. You can tell, guys, when you're there watching him, you can see the zip when Cutler throws the ball. That's why I love going You can tell the difference. Because you're on the grass with them. It's like you're on the sidelines. Yeah, it's like you're right next to them. Um, So uh, amazing stuff there. Uh, Here's my my other thing. Jimmy Clausen. Needs to beat Jordan Palmer out because he looked amazing. He looked pretty good. He needs to be the backup. I have more faith in Jimmy Clausen right now than I do in Jordan Palmer. Well, that's what we're going to see with this uh, preseason. That's what's going to decide for us. Yeah. Or for Coach Trestman. He looked good. He looked good in camp. I know Jordan Palmer was taking second, uh, was taking backup snaps uh, from uh, after uh, Cutler, but I really, 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 really liked Clausen. He looked really good in camp, and I think he outshined Palmer. In camp as well. So if you're going to keep Palmer, keep Palmer as a third stringer maybe. But if you don't want to, then you keep Fails. In my opinion, Fails looked horrible, man. I, I'm, I'm sorry to say that. The kid is a good kid, and he stayed afterwards for like two, three hours to sign and he stuff. He stayed signing autographs. He was Great very kid. gracious yeah. with everybody, with all the people and the kids. I just, so was Jordan Lynch. So there were many player, yeah, uh, Bears it, players. It, that it just when he was throwing that ball, it didn't look good. It just... He was lobbing it in there, man. He wasn't putting muscle into that throw. Well, the knock on him was that he didn't really have a strong arm. That yeah. was one of his knocks. What made Clawson stand out for you guys? What he was him, he was more accurate, or he was not just strong? accurate. The routes he was calling, he was throwing the balls right on point to the to the route receivers. He he knew it's like he knew the playbook better than Jordan, in my opinion. Yeah. And he he has a pretty strong arm, also. Yes, and it looked good. the The pass looked good. They're high on him. I if like your Trustman talking about I like him. Clawson. He's very high on Clawson. Yeah, I want Clawson as the backup, and and if you're going to keep Jordan Palmer, keep Jordan Palmer as your third stringer he was a high pick Lawson wasn't he like a first round pick or something like I that I believe but he Cam, was and yeah, he started Cam, for Carolina a little bit yeah Cam took his was job it, was Lawson was Notre Dame I think Notre Dame yep. yeah he was Notre Dame, was Notre Dame. so that's and then the other thing now is Marquise Wilson was hurt which was the big big talk of him uh yeah broken collarbone yeah and uh I don't know if you guys heard this but they actually tried out San Antonio Holmes last week 
Not really much to say about that. He's a veteran, but... Uh, I wouldn't mind having him if he doesn't take that much money. You know, when you got two guys like uh, Jeffrey and Marshall, it's going to open up a lot of passes for anyone at the number three spot. But this Wilson guy, man, they were really ta- um, praising him. They yeah. said he looked great, and he's a big receiver. And there was rumors of possibly bringing Earl Bennett in for cheaper money now. No kidding. Cutler likes him. Yeah. yeah. Cutler have a history in Vanderbilt. Well, they, yeah, they were in Vanderbilt yeah. together. So there was a possibility they said that either they're going to sign Santonio Holmes or they're, because Bennett already knows the playbook and the Bear system, they're trying to get uh, Bennett back on board for a cheaper amount of money. So we'll see what happens with that. But I, I honestly would like Bennett because he knows the playbook. Well, they signed somebody else as a third string, uh, third re- wide receiver. Yeah, I saw that, but they're still trying to bring either Holmes or Bennett aboard. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. He's yeah. from the Redskins, I believe. Uh, Morgan, Morgan. Yeah, he's, he's actually a pretty solid receiver. Yeah, it's Morgan. Morgan, yeah, that's the guy. Um, all right, so uh, who else do we got here? Uh, surprise, Tressway will be your starting punter. I heard he's booming him. Oh, dude. I've, I hear he's booming him. Like, he, like this guy must have been taking steroids in the offseason or Big something. Big time, and you know what? A lot of hang time. A lot. That, that's what you need for a punting. And we drafted that punter, O'Donnell, and I think that's a waste of a draft pick right now because he looked horrible. Uh, he was he shaking and he, slicing him. He didn't look horrible, but he hit a couple good ones, in my opinion. But uh, Tressway was Tress, oh, every Tressway was single looking awesome. One. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. He was very consistent. Right. I mean, I, I, this is this is all I'll say. Me and Jackman were sitting there watching, holding hands. <laughs> uh, and uh, as we're sitting there, all of a sudden we just we hear a, a thump and a ball in the air. And I'm just like, what What the fuck just happened? And then I look down, and it, they're punting. I'm like, oh, they're doing punting drills. But when he hit it, like, everybody that was standing there was like, oh, my God. They're like, Gee. then they looked over. Then I heard the one guy behind me go, who is that? I'm like, that's Tressway. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I mean, then, you never would think a punter would get that much attention. Yeah. He was feeling the shoulder for a minute. And then he kept doing it. And then it's like, you would hear, like, thump. And you're just like, damn, dude, this guy's kicking it far. And then all of a sudden, O'Donnell comes on. And you're like, oh, here's that rookie we drafted. It's probably going to be better. And then all of a sudden, like, shank to the left, out of bounds. Like, I was like, oh, my. Tress Way looked great. And I think he's I, he's going to get your starting role. But I sometimes think. they kick him towards the out of bounds, you know. I know, but he just, yeah. that was that was not meant to be, those that went out. <laughs> those weren't meant to be. Those were his. But Tress surprised me. Robbie Gold looked good, too. Consistent. Yeah, and he was, like, accurate, man. He was nailing that target every single time. It looked really good. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think it's – Trust Ray's really got to beat this O'Donnell kid out because they did spend a six-round draft pick on him. On Tress or O'Donnell? On O'Donnell. Yeah. They drafted him in the sixth round. I mean, this guy's a big guy, and, um, you know, I – you you guys seen him? I wasn't there, but I'd be surprised if uh, if he could take his job. But I'm hearing great things about him. You got to go, or we either all got to go, or you got to go. I'm one thinking day. about going on Monday, man. So I really, that way, the next show we do, you can at least report back. Yeah, I really wanted to go, man. I just couldn't make it with my schedule. I get home past midnight, and I just couldn't do it. But I would love to go there. All right, the scary thing, uh, long snapper. Now that. I was crying. Patrick Manley is now, uh, what is he doing? He He's in radio now. 670. 670. Yeah. 670. So. You, you know, that uh, long snapping position was missed when we went there. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't the and same. The snaps tell. weren't that consistent. Yeah, he had those two guys. One of the guys was from Canada, was Tressman's old team. And then I don't know who the other guy was. But bottom line is, that, whew, a, a lot of those it field goals. Improvement. Yeah, they were not snapping good. And it looked like you can tell. 
And guys, a lot of games come down to a field goal. How many yeah. times have we seen games? One or two points, uh, victory I'm, or I'm not. I'm going to miss Patrick Manley. Making the playoffs or not. This, this position's got to be uh, solidified before the season starts. This 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 year, I think, is going to dictate how much Pat, Patrick Manley meant to the team. And people laugh at long snappers, but it, deep down inside, they really mean a lot to a team. Oh, yeah, it's a specialized position. Yeah, it's a great skill Sammy, to have. Sammy, you got to get your son to be a long snapper. They can play like 20 years. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, an awesome right. position. Uh, I, I would have him be a punter. If punter or hit, that. There you go. Yeah, well, they get hit a little bit. Though. Well, a punter can get hit, too, if a guy's yeah. running it back. But I'd rather have punter. Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, my surprises that I saw on offense is one, um, not even really a surprise. Forte looking solid. Tight ends both. Zach Miller, I think, was a surprise. Jimmy Clausen looks stellar right now in camp, better than Jordan Palmer to me. Chris Williams, bright spot. I think he's going to, should hopefully be a punt returner. And Tressway, I think, is going to take O'Donnell out. Um, overall, I think the offense looked good. Uh, and I'm going to be honest with you, offense, in my opinion, is going to be top five. Top three offensive uh, team this year, I think. Yeah, if they stay healthy, it looks that way. Yeah, as hopefully if Cutler stays healthy. But it, I mean, and and what I saw proved to me that they can do that. This offense just is going to get better. Last year was their first year under this system. This is going to be their second year. They're more familiar with yeah. each other. And Tressman, you know what else I noticed? And and I don't know if you were looking at this, Jackman. Tressman looked more confident. He looked more mature, and he looked more like he knew what he was doing. Last year, if you remember, he really wasn't even in the middle of the huddles and stuff. He was on the sidelines, remember? Yeah. yeah and his coaches were making all the calls. This year, where was he? He got behind the quarterback. Right behind Jay. Yeah. All, all practice. Yeah, yeah he was more in, involved. Yeah, and I, like I, and I liked that because he was in the middle, and every time there was a play, he would go to, he would go to Cutler, and he would put the, the playbook over his mouth, and he's talking to Jay. And he's telling him certain things. And you can see him pointing and, and doing certain things. And Cutler's nodding his head. And, and Cutler's pointing. And they're talking things through. And I'm like, dude, I, I like Tressman now. I'm like, I didn't like Tressman when they picked him. I thought, oh, my God, here we go again. Canadian guy. This guy doesn't belong here. He's an offensive coordinator or quarterback coach, not a head coach. But I really think this year he's got it. He's got confidence in him, I think. And you can see that. Yeah, I mean, this guy's an offensive genius. I mean, you could just see it last year. And uh, I remember you talking about it. You you never liked Trussman. No, even even during me. the season, you didn't like him last no. year. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he really shocked me this time. And I, I re- here's my only thing. I and I don't know if it's Trussman that saved his job, the defensive coordinator. I don't know. We'll see what happens because uh, we'll get into the defense now. I didn't think it looked good, but I, I I don't know. I don't know if Trussman saved his ass or what happened with that call. W- one more thing about the offense and the Trussman. Jay Cutler is very happy with Mark Tressman. Yes, he He's is. He's comfortable with yeah. him, which they didn't have that uh, affair before with the uh, prior offensive coordinators. Him and March weren't the best buddies, and uh, I don't know how good him and Tice were, you know. But him and Tressman, uh, they're hitting it off. So that that goes a long way when your quarterback's happy. Yeah, and and I think that uh, Tressman or not Tressman, uh, Cutler. I think with him being so comfortable right now with Tressman, I think you're going to see just offensively he's going to improve. Uh, you're going to see the numbers get way way better. I think this could be Jay Cutler's breakout year. year. Yeah, especially for the Bears. I brought uniform. this up, and I don't know if you guys want to pull it up on uh, pull it up. Actually, I want to see it. Um, Cutler's career stats with the Bears, and did he break them already yet? Because remember, I think I was talking to you about it. Wasn't it Jackman on the sideline? 
Yes. I'm like, did he break them yet already? Or the Bears' career passing stats? I know Sid Luckman from the 40s Luckman still has one. I don't think he's broke them yet. But l- I think Luckman has one, and I think he already – well, pull it up. I'm, I'd Bears. be really interesting to see or or what they are right now because that's um, – that's real interesting to see what happens in that. So he's um, going to break every stat. This is a yeah, past happy era. Yep. Yeah, the he's football gonna, has changed dramatically. Yeah, he'll, he's going to squash every stat we have. All right. So here's the thing I'm going to say um, with Bennett. Um, I saw that that tackle. I wish I was at camp for that day. Um, I saw that tackle he did on Fuller. In my opinion, it's part of the game. He's competitive. I didn't really care for it. I thought it was okay. Um, and then they announced that he he got suspended, and everyone believed. I guess it was from that. Uh, me and Sammy were talking about it earlier, and Sammy actually pointed it out. And what did you say about it, Sammy? Well, I thought that um, after it happened, I'm sure the coaches, the players, talked to him about it, and he probably had a real bad attitude about it. I think if he would have said, "You know what? I'm a competitive guy. I'm real sorry this happened," and uh, it's not going to happen again. I don't think he would have ever been suspended. There was something that happened behind closed doors that, that we don't know exactly. Yeah, something I, pretty serious, probably. Yeah, and later on, I guess it came out that he actually got into it with uh, B. Marshall. So I know that was it. They, and they said it actually happened as they were walking in from outside. And as he walked in, I guess he had a spat or had it, had it out with B. Marshall. And someone said that B. Marshall was actually trying to stick up for the uh, for the rookie. And uh, they got into it. Um, but I'm with Sammy on this one. Even if that happened, if you're a player and, and the coaches bring you into the room and they talk to you about, hey, what happened today out on the field? If you sit there and you tell these guys, listen, I apologize for that. I already went to Fuller and I told them I'm sorry. It's just in the heat of the moment. I was really competitive and I was a little upset that a rookie tackled me. So that's why I did it. Um, I apologize for it. it. won't happen again. Then you go back out and apologize to the players or the team for doing that and that you're a veteran. Th- nothing would ever happen. But I have a feeling, like you said, the guy probably got pulled in the office and as they were talking he probably had an attitude like exactly. oh that's bullshit no nah, this guy shouldn't be doing that or exactly. whatever the case and then that's when the coaches are like all right dude you're being hostile right now we're suspending you for four or five days get out of camp so you can clear your head and then come back or something you know so. i'm really not worried about it i'm not either yeah. i'm gonna be i'm not either. i'm not well they said it. the next game that he didn't play he was suspended but he was still there and they said he was actually laughing and giving high fives with fuller yeah. So they were joking around and stuff. You know, these guys are football players. You know, you know some of these guys, look at, like, for instance, Jack Haley. He was never really the best uh, character, but he was one of the best football players. I'm sorry, Charles Haley, the guy that played for, oh, uh, for the yeah, Dallas, number 94. The Cowboys. Yeah. He played for the for Cowboys nine, and, and the Niners. He won five Super Bowls. Yeah. I mean, if you read some stories on this guy, I mean, this guy was just, he was brutal. But uh, so I, I think we're going to be okay with Bennett. From what his teammates say and from what everyone says, he's actually a pretty nice guy. Yeah. He says he's a very nice guy. Well, so. when we were at camp, some of the cool things we saw, we saw him and Forte coming off yes, with their kids. Yes, kids. Yeah, and he, they were, him and Forte were both holding their kids, and they were kissing them, and uh, there was a scene that actually would have been, it's going to be a really nice picture, what his, I think his wife was taking it or someone, but there was a scene where I think Bennett laid down on the, on the ground, and he was holding his kid up, and he was not wearing his pads, but he was wearing his Under Armour shirt with his pants on, and he took a picture of his, I mean, good stuff. I mean, the guy looked really good, and I mean, the guy's a good guy, I, I it's nothing wrong. I just think something happened in the back that no one's right. being told of. And, and you know what? If if this is a solid team and they keep things in the family and the media doesn't catch it, no one, none of us should find out about this. Right. It should stay in-house and that's it. And that, that shows how strong a team is when you I keep agree. things in-house like yeah. that. Yeah. This would have stayed in-house, but, you know, they caught it on all the cameras. But uh, speaking of camp, guys, did a lot of guys stick around to yes. uh, sign autographs? 
Yeah, I yeah. was actually going to use that for the end, but we can well, do I'm that so, now. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, who, so Forte and Bennett came off towards the end because uh, their families were there. So, uh, And if you guys don't really know about camp, camp is almost like military in a way. These guys don't get to go home. The moment camp starts, they stay, they stay at Olivet Nazareth, and they sleep there. So they don't, they can't go home and see their wives and their kids or their mother and their fathers. And I mean, you're, you're there. So the families come up sometimes and they see the, the players there and they get it to go on the grass and they see their dads or whatever the case is or their husbands. So, um, Zach Miller, uh, number 86, right? Yes. Uh, stayed out and signed literally 10,000 autographs. Yeah, wow. I mean, I mean, when we were there, we left we, and he was still there. Yeah, when we were there, we had a, a mom and a little girl come up to us and say, "Man, he was so nice. He took he took my yeah. phone and did a selfie picture with us." Yeah, and then yeah. there was that old guy. Remember wow. on the walker that like ninety year old man? Yes, and he stopped and walked all the way to the old guy and signed his shirt and then left and and took a picture with the old guy too. Yeah, some of the guys there were very nice. Yeah, it so was nice to Zach see. Miller was awesome. Uh, Jordan Lynch was very gracious yes. too. And Jordan Lynch was really, really good. He was sitting there talking. Fails was standing Fails around. Fails was real nice too. Yeah. The surprise shocker was Cutler actually stopped and signed autographs, and he never does that. Last year he they said that he did it like once, and he actually stopped. So people are obviously the rumors going out are saying that now because he has kids, he got soft and he's got a sweeter heart. So now he's stopping and signing autographs. But he signed autographs. Um, some of the rookies, I think Eagle Ferguson, Willie Young from Detroit signed autographs. Uh, one of the things, though, and we said this, I said this at least earlier for you guys, and now that we're going to dip into the defense um, with uh, Willie Sutton, every, I know there's people already talking about Willie Sutton's oppressing a lot of people. He stayed, uh, everyone got off the field. And Jordan Lynch was talking, I guess, to local people, reporters. Tressman was still interviewing with the big media. And at that point, it was Fails and Sutton. Fails was with the quarterback coach, and he was doing some kind of conditioning where he was running back and forth. And then Willie Sutton was doing drills for 45 minutes with the defensive line coach. Nonstop Willie Sutton. And I was like, and, and that's why I like going to camp to see stuff like that. Like, I know people are like, oh, let's go. Let's get out of here. And it's like, no, stay to see these little things because those little things matter a lot of times when you look at that. And it changes your percept- perception of a player. Oh, yeah. He was putting the work in. He was putting effort, running back and forth, doing quick wind sprints, yeah. back and forth, doing hand movements. Well, they were doing the, the ready, set, hike. Yeah, uh, I forgot what the drill came off the line. Like, yeah, quickly, they were doing the hand movements, and yeah. then they were doing the sprint. Right, he after was sprinting that. too, back and forth, and he stayed. He stayed a long time. Back, yeah, what thirty, forty minutes? I think, at least. I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I think when we left, he was still out there. I mean, I got tired watching this guy, yeah. the big guy, run. I back think and he forth. was still out there. Fail, signed, came in, and then I think something stayed out there still. I'm going to be honest with you, and we stayed an hour after. Yeah, I think he was still out there with the defensive coach doing that stuff. So, I mean, Willie Sutton really surprised me. Uh, the the dedication, he looked good at camp too when I saw him. Uh, I just think, I, I honestly thought Ego would do better, and Willie Sutton's looking really good right now. So how did Ego look to you guys? Not that good? Or? Okay, not bad. Okay, huh? Okay. He's a big guy, though. He's a he big is. guy in the middle. Huge. And that's going to be uh, helpful against the run. Yeah, so here's the defense. I, I didn't like it at all, and... Uh, in my opinion, like I said, Jared, to me, Jared Allen didn't like try. At least that's what I saw. Oh, by the way, with the offensive line, the offensive line looked solid, and that was minus uh, Long. Yeah, Long was Because he still had that virus. Yes. And they were still looking solid. 
So that's a big positive there. But um, defensive line, uh, Willie Sutton looked good. Ego, okay. Willie Young, the guy we picked up from Detroit, looked great. Even Houston didn't even look that good, dude. Wow, interesting. Yeah, but, but, but Willie Young, that guy is big, man. And what I mean by big is not fat. This guy's got, he looks, and I don't even know what his stats are. To my human eye, he looked like he was 6'7", six, 6'8". Like thin, muscular he's build. 6'5", 250. Yeah. Wow. The guy looked solid. He was quick. He had like that Reggie White like slap in the face every time he was coming off of the line. So I was just like, th- th- he looked really good. And actually when we were watching the game in the first period, he actually had a couple good cuts in there and pressured the quarterback. So Willie Young looks really good to me, and I think he should start right now, at least from what I'm seeing. So I don't know. What was your take on the defensive line, Jackman? You know they weren't hitting off uh, full power, you know. But uh, it, you know, I, I agree with uh, what you were saying. You know, uh, somewhat. You know, it was hard for me to see initially too because I was uh, they didn't get a great vantage point. But they weren't like really going all at it. So, I mean, uh, Eagle Ferguson is a big guy. He clogs up the middle, and uh, see Lamar, Lamar Houston, and them. They, they, you know, they played well. They, I thought they played all right, but. It's going to be more telling when we watch this preseason game, especially the second and third, because they can actually go against somebody where they can really hit and they can really move. I mean, the guy's going to try to hit them hard, and they're going to hit them. So it's going to it's going to be more telling than I think what we saw at, tra- at the training camp. And we're going to watch, the, at least I'm going to watch the replay again so I can watch the details and stuff like that. And I, wa- I like to see the rookies that play as well, too, on that stuff. But um, linebackers... <laughs> That scares me even more now this year. Um, Briggs looked okay. Uh, nothing too spectacular. Uh, McClellan and Bostich scare me a lot. Wow, McClellan didn't look good, huh? He's Well, l- let me. he's thin, and he looks like he put muscle on. So he lost weight because he was on the defensive line. But as a linebacker, I-, I don't know about that, man. So I think our weak spot right now Worse than the secondary is is linebackers. I think our linebacker core is really bad right now. Briggs is the only decent guy there, and that's it. He's got no supporting role over there. What did he look slow, McClelland, or what? He just looked like he didn't know where he should be. I I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like off the hike of the ball, I, I, he didn't really impress me. He wasn't quick to, to go get to the ball and. He, I don't know. It just he looked like he was lost to me out on the field. It's a new position for him, so it is, and that's the thing that scares me. He'll iron that out. I mean, he's got some time. He's he, still got camp to uh, get it together. Yeah. Yes. And then Bostich to me, slow. Really? They say he's I thought he's athletic. Quick. Yeah. yeah. They say he's very athletic. Bostich. He, he looked slow, man. They say he doesn't read. He, you know, he's still young and he can't yeah. read the plays well, but. Uh, he he scared me. It just looks. It, it, I don't know. He just looks really slow right now. I, I really think watching these preseason games are going to be more telling for McClellan and Bostic because you know they're going full speed. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to be more telling. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the game right now is twenty-one fourteen Philly. So that that basically tells us that our bench is uh, not coming through right now with some of these guys. Yeah, well, it's preseason. As everyone knows, in 1985, the Bears went 1-3 and in preseason, and they ended up being one of the Ooh. greatest football teams of all time. Our buddy here. Yeah, that was a pretty good turnout, wasn't it? Yeah. 85 season. Uh, Zach Miller, two touchdowns. The wow. guy's got great hands. Yeah. I'll tell you. One, one, one from Cutler, one from Palmer. So they're putting Palmer in as a second stringer. 
So we'll see what happens. It is currently halftime right now, so they're going to be starting the third in a little bit. But um, So there's the linebacker core. Um, secondary, uh, Jennings did not play. I saw him on the sidelines, though. Uh, he did not play. It was something stupid, some stupid injury, nothing major to worry about. Uh, it was just precautionary. Um, Tillman, I didn't, I don't know, I, that peanut didn't look too great to me, but I know he's getting older as well, too. Um, Fuller looked okay. For a rookie, I think he was holding his own. He looked pretty good. And uh, the safeties and the strong safeties, I don't, even Vereen didn't impress me too much. Um, I'll tell you one guy that not impressed me, but I think showed up. And I think does, at least I have respect for him, and he should get a spot on the team, uh, Adrian Wilson. He's a hitter. Yeah, I and, mean, he, and he looked good. I know he's old, but he looked good. He's a guy to you know, help against the run, help against the short passes. He's, a, he's played strong safety. That's where he did well. He excelled. He was a pro ball player for the Arizona Cardinals at that position. Now he has coming off. Last year he didn't play. He has coming off an ACL. So, But this is a guy who can bring toughness to the Bears secondary that we don't have and we did not have for a long time now. I mean, when's the last secondary that can really hit for the Bears? Probably since Mike Brown, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mike Brown, and before that was Mark Carrier. Right. Mark Carrier was a hell of a safety. You guys see Chris Connie at all? I'm glad I didn't because I'd probably (laughs) throw something at the guy, so I'm glad I didn't see him. But no, he. I didn't. I did not see him. They put him on the uh, physically unable to perform list, so he's yeah. on. Uh, but I heard he's. Uh, he's been practicing, and uh, you're probably going to see him pretty soon. All right. Here's what's scary with today's game: two of the touchdowns were by the running back, short yard gains, four yard and a one yard. Yeah, well, that's which proves to the, the fact defense. that the defensive line yes. didn't look that good. Which we signed all this big money to bring these guys and make an impact. Uh, and then the third touchdown uh, was actually a hundred and two kickoff return. Wow! Yeah. Special teams. Yep. Special team breakdown. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. It. I, I just looked it up. I said it. Defensive line didn't look good. <laughs> you get two touchdowns. Two right running there. touchdowns. That's what? not good, yeah. man. One thing I will say: last year our special teams actually took a dip. The year, uh, years prior under Lovey, we had great special, special teams. Yes, unbelievable special yeah. teams, best special teams in the league. Yeah. So, and but you had also a great special team coach. That guy was an amazing Taub. coach. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was a Taub. great coach. Yeah, he was yeah. a great coach. Did he ever get a head coaching position? No. I don't think he did. No, I, I think he's an offensive interview. coordinator now somewhere. Oh, is he? Or okay. he might be actually. I think with Lovey in Tampa. Yeah, he maybe. He, I think he's in. Oh, I, I think just, he's with Lovey right, on Tampa right now. Are you okay, man? Yeah, I'm all right. Um, all right, so um, that's uh, – I don't know. What's your take on the secondary, Jackman? Well, I think he's got some players to pick from. I think, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't think it's in the best shape right now, but he does got some players to try out. He's brought in many players. He drafted there, you know. So we got uh, Fuller. We got Brock Vereen, you know. Charles Tillman, Peanut's going to be solid. You got Jennings. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, I, I think he'll be all right. We're hoping uh, maybe Adrian Wilson, or and then they also got Conte, uh, who's uh, you know recovering and uh, he's practicing. I hope he doesn't come back. Yeah, but you can't blame all the mishaps on him. You know, on the defense. You know, because that line, the defensive line, wasn't stopping nobody. I mean, a running back shouldn't be ten, fifteen yards. You know, if if, if you're Hoping on Conte to make your running back tackle, then it's already the play's already screwed because he already got past. He already got ten, fifteen yards. So, 
That's just- yeah, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see with that part. But uh, defense, basically, to sum it up, in my opinion, defensive line didn't look that good. There were some bright spots in Willie Young and Willie Sutton. Uh, linebacker core, they need identity. I think there's no identity right now in them, and they need to get their, uh, I don't know, they need to get something together or sign some free agent to come in the last second. Uh, to reboost them. Uh, secondary, I think the corners are veterans, so I'm hoping that they come through once the season starts in Tillman and Jennings. Uh, but the safety and the strong safeties uh, may be a little weak for us. So I don't know. We'll see what happens and uh, uh, what they're going to put through and stuff. I'm worried about Tillman. I don't think he's going to stay healthy. I don't either. I don't think. I mean, he's an older guy, and uh, you know, I, I just I'd be surprised if he can start even 14 games for us next year. Yeah, I, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But here's my thing. If you don't, then at least Jennings is there. Hopefully Jennings doesn't get hurt. And then if Jennings doesn't hurt, then you got Fuller as well to back up there. So Talking about the linebackers, what about this guy DJ Williams? Um, I don't think he's going to – I don't know. I don't think he's good enough to start. But yeah, he's, to be he's honest with you – He's a veteran. He played yeah. for the Bears before. To be honest with you, I'd rather yeah, have him start yeah. besides uh, McClellan. Yeah, I'm sure he's probably I would number put in one Williams the, instead. Yeah. Well, Williams will play middle. McClellan's gonna. Oh, are they are they playing McClellan at middle or outside? Uh, I'm not sure what they're gonna do with him. No, I saw him on the outside. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's gonna be outside. Yeah, I think Williams if, will play middle. No, Bostich was playing middle. Oh, okay. And it's, then they had uh, Briggs on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the way they were running it down. That's what, at least what I saw over there. It was McClellan was a close close side to us. He was on close side, and then uh, what's his name? Briggs was right. Far he was side. more outside. Yeah, yeah he was they on say the far he's side. pretty fast guy, so probably got him for the edges. Briggs, and Briggs is another guy. He's thirty four years old, guys. He's up there, man. He's up there. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I know you. I know we can't get anything out of him, but I mean, I don't know. I, I was a firm believer of back when we when the Bears lost against the Colts in the Super Bowl that I think they should have traded their locker for some value back then, at least get a draft pick or something. But I don't know. Ever since then, we went downhill. Man, I wish we would have had Cutler back then. I wish I was the GM of the team. <laughs> Maybe I would have uh, won a Super Bowl already with these guys, but who knows? Um, all right, what else you guys got? That's it. We're wrapping it up. Yeah, or we I got guess, anything else? Uh, I guess, yeah, it's a good time to wrap it up. I just can't wait for uh, the season, and I hope to make it to a Bears camp uh, next week. I think next week's actually the last week that uh, it's taking place. So, Yeah, I think it is, too, and they're I closing think it, it down. Ends August 13th or 14th. Yeah. It ends, yes. So it's the ne- next week's the last week for Bears camp, if anyone wants to head down there. Um, this is your last chance. I might even try to make it out. i got to see what weeks or How what many people were there, guys? Was it really packed? Uh not too bad. Two, three thousand? Oh, okay. About? Yeah. Roughly? Yeah. yeah. They had 670 there. The score was uh, uh, talking there. Um, ESPN Radio had some uh, presentation there. All the media guys were there. Um, Fox Chicago was on the outside, remember? Yes, uh, yes. Doing, uh, what was that guy's name again? I forgot that reporter's name. John Kelly. Oh, yeah, John Kelly John was Kelly there. John Kelly was yeah. there. So, yeah. uh I don't know. It was about two, two. It was more. To be honest with you, more than the last time we went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. There's a buzz going around the Bears. I still think their weakness is going to be uh, the defensive side. But let's see what happens on these preseason games. We're going to watch them, analyze them. We'll come back with some uh, more shows for you guys. Yeah, definitely. If, uh, if uh, Sammy the Bull goes, we can uh, bring some more input on. At least how the uh, the camp closes out, so we can see what happens in camp while they close out. So, 
Uh, with that being said, guys, just wanted to make sure we drop uh, down where you guys can catch us. Follow us on our social networking sites, Facebook. Uh, we're at Windy City One Word Sports Network. Uh, follow us there or like us on there. Uh, follow us on our Twitter account at WCSN, the number three. Uh, you can catch us on SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, iTunes Radio, or iTunes Podcast uh, yeah. app. And then we're also on uh, Stitcher Radio as well, too. Uh, on iTunes, guys, are, as a matter of fact, on all of them, but specifically on iTunes, yeah. uh, give us five stars, comment on it, uh, subscribe to us, uh, get us out there so we can actually get more. I'd yeah. like to thank everyone for all the support so far that you guys are giving us on SoundCloud and everything. It's looking amazing so far, uh, and we're getting a lot of people following us. Spread the word. Keep getting us out there. Uh, one one correction. Greg Hurd is the one who I believe they signed as a third wide receiver. I believe it was his name's Greg Hurd from Dallas. I'm not sure, but that's they had the tryouts with San Antonio Holmes and uh, Greg Hurd, and they they chose Hurd less money. I don't know. No, we'll see what happens. I don't think he's going to do anything there. Uh, but again, uh, keep spreading the word, guys. So we can get uh, our names out there as well. So you guys can continue to follow us and we can do it. Email us, WindyCitySportsNetwork at gmail.com. Let us know anything or even leave comments on our Facebook or at our Twitter accounts. Tell us what you guys want to hear more of. Tell us what you guys want want us to do less of. Uh, We're here for that. Uh, We want to make sure this works out for you guys. Uh, We are the Chicago Tree Party. Uh, I'm Big Nick. I've got Mr. Jackman here. Have a good one, guys. Enjoy the preseason. Sammy the Bull. Until next time, guys. Uh, This is Chicago Sports Crunch Radio on WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network, by the fans, for the fans. Good night, Chicago.